a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Faith, Family, and Football with Clark Phillips III, Episode 6. I'm Trevor Allen alongside Utah cornerback Clark Phillips III. You guys can follow him on Twitter at ClarkPhillips21 or on Instagram at ClarkPhillips III. And make sure you guys comment, review. We only take five-star ratings. That's right. That's it. And hit that subscribe button as well. How are you, man? I'm great. I'm great. It's good to be in the studio. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. I, I finally recovered, you know, a couple of days after the uh, San Diego State. I mean, you also recovered too, but mm-hmm. I was more just tired. Yeah. You know, with the uh, traveling and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was good to be back home for me, man. I was in California, got to see my family. They were all there, man. It was it was special for me. It was a good, you know, beside the loss, man. It was a, it was a good uh, experience. I felt like we needed it. The weather was great too. Beautiful. Beautiful weather. And it wasn't so great when I left Saturday morning here in Salt Lake City. It was like raining and windy and all that stuff. And I get into sunny Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Get oh, into yeah. LAX, which wasn't too bad. I mean, I've, I've heard horror stories about LAX and it wasn't too bad. Wasn't horrible. They've done some some things at LAX to, to make it more convenient for travelers and stuff too, I hear. But you want to know because you're on a dang charter. <laughs> yeah, I can't relate anymore, but I used to, you know. Hey, but when I go home, I still take LAX a lot of times. By the way, how does the whole charter thing work? Do you guys have like a flight attendant? Yeah, we have. Well, it's just like it feels like a regular flight. Just you know, it's we fly out of a different location, I think, than the regular planes. Yeah, yeah. There's sure. always a yeah. Everyone knows where that like I think it's like Millionaire or whatever it goes through. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know. I've never been on a charter. Yeah, yeah you have. I've never been on a charter flight That's in my life. Be a lie. I mean, I've never been a college football player. You've had. I've never been, been a college basketball player. It. No, I've never been on a charter flight. I've always, whenever I have gone on an airplane, I've always had to go through TSA and all that stuff. Well, we basically go through TSA. Well, yeah, they but check us, you know, but you don't have to wait in those giant long lines. That's it's, true. It's That's just true. your freaking teammates that are in the yeah, line. That's true. So I have to be around all sorts of people, and yeah, it's it's fun. Anyway, so. 
you ended up talking about the loss <clears throat> briefly. Mm-hmm. That game uh, turned out to be pretty entertaining. It it, it wasn't looking like it. Uh, mm-hmm. About start of the third quarter, you guys gave up a long run, which followed by a touchdown run yeah. right after. And then uh, Charlie Brewer threw a pick, yeah, which basically set him up at like the seven-yard line. And then they end up punching in again. They're up two touchdowns on you guys. What was the mindset after that? Because Cam Rising then came into the game. And things definitely changed. Yeah, so great question. I feel like um, defensively, we were kind of on the sideline. We were still pacing around. We were still, you know, continuing to encourage each other um, by telling each other, hey, it's not over yet. It's not over. Let's go. Keep the energy up. We were just trying to – and we did that by really trying to encourage the offense. So while they were on the field, you know, especially when Cam came in, even when Charlie was in, we were just trying to continually just, hey, let's go. Just keep it going. Let's go. Bring the energy and trying to – keep from getting flat because I feel like that can be a, a, a defeater or a big you know component of a game especially in moments like that when you're close to getting back in the game and when you're close to losing it as well and so we wanted to make sure that the energy stayed up and so there was no drop off in you know the, the energy. You and I have talked about this it's also been brought up many many times throughout the media throughout you know players that would talk to at practice and all that and it's nothing against Charlie Brewer but Cam just brought the juice. He's a guy who, who had that swagger when he came in mm-hmm. for Charlie, and things really started rolling, and, you know, you guys weren't having to go onto the field a long time because there wasn't three and outs. Yeah. Um, there was on, on his very first drive coming in, but then after that, I don't think there was an, another three and out. Yeah, man. Um, both of those guys, I think they, they did everything that they could and everything in their power. They both played super tough, um, super uh, – you know, timely. I feel like, yeah, their their uh, Cam came in and he did his thing, man. They're both great players. Cam came in and I feel like he changed the tide and he changed the tempo a little bit. And I felt like, um, I just love the the strength and the discipline and really just the the confidence that my man's came in and played with. Um, played like he knew that the team needed him, uh, which we did. And you know, he was he proceeded to make some great plays, man. What was the message? going into overtime because that, that was crazy you guys stormed yeah. back the defense was getting stops you guys were also scoring touchdowns and then so, you know solo was found wide open in the end zone for for that two-point conversion yeah. to tie the game to go into overtime and you guys get quite a bit of time to talk because you know those uh, tv timeouts are not short i'll tell yeah. you that much right now as a media member but so you guys all gather around what was the message going into overtime the message, man, was just, hey, we've gotten here. You see, you know, the biggest thing for the defense, like Devin, Covey, all those guys, they're walking around just saying, believe, believe. Covey said it about eight times. I walked by him, believe, trust, you know, and just so all the guys are just, you know, have have faith in each other. We don't put all the work in to get to this moment. Let's finish it out now. Let's go. This is this is us. That we've been down. Now we came back and let's finish the let's finish the job now. And so the message was just believe, man. Let's let's keep on playing and let's not, you know, get too high or too low. I ended up telling you prior to taping this that I had no idea that the overtime rules changed. Yeah. Because the after the first two overtimes, once you go into the third one, normally whenever a team scores a touchdown, they have to go for two. Have to. Which is kind of the, you know, difference between yeah. You know, trying to create that a separation and, and, you know, trying to get the win. Yeah. But that wasn't the case this time. You guys go into that third overtime, Fresno State starts first, and it was a two-point conversion right off the bat. Yeah. Kind of, you know, tell our audience what the whole overtime rules are like now because it, it obviously it is different. It was different, man. Great, you know, I'm glad you mentioned it because it was like it was our first time seeing that, you know, and 
it was different, and that's what football is about, man. Sometimes you have to just on the fly. Our, our coaches always preach to us, you know, don't be robots. You know, sometimes you you have to move on the fly. We No one expected to be in three overtimes, and so we got put in that situation. And so, you know, we had to adjust on the fly. We had to now, okay, realize that, hey, it didn't go the way that we thought it was going to go. And with the new rules, we just had to, you know, know understand the rule, understand what we're defending. Um, our backs are to the wall, of course, and we needed to uh, get a big stop, man. And, you know, I felt like um, the coaches put us in the best situation to do so. Yeah, and then they ended up basically using a trick play yeah. for that two-point conversion, which, and again, I was still stunned. I was like, okay, do they have to go for it, like, again? Like, was yeah. was that, like, the touchdown and then they go for two or something like that? But yeah. And, Honestly, then, and man, then the offense trotted out. I didn't even really understand all of the rules. I'm just, we're, all the whole defense, I doubt everybody understood the full rules because it wasn't enough time to really explain the logistics of the rule, you know, while we were out there. It was just, it was third, it was third overtime, and we had a couple of minutes, and it was just like, hey, this is what we're trying to do, just keep them from getting in. Hey, and so that's what our goal was on defense, man. We were just like, okay, we stop them. The rules don't matter. And so that was our goal. And so, you know, it went how it went. But I can honestly say that, hey, our coaches put us in good position. We just have to continue to make plays. There's always going to be something new that um, the offense shoots at you, you know, in those moments. And, you know, they hit us with a trick play. I know that one of the things coming, coming out of that uh, BYU game was – the play of the uh, defensive line, offensive line, basically the trench play. I felt like just at you know first glance, I haven't gone back and watched the game yet, but the uh, D line played much better. I agree. I agree. Um, man, they they did their thing. I just watched the game. I watched it twice now, and watch it probably five more times before <laughs> we get to Monday. But I just I just love the grit that my guys showed. You know praying for Vianney, man. He went down, and I texted him last night, and he said he's doing better. It's just he's in pain and think he's already gotten surgery i'm not sure about anything yet i don't know what his status is but i just know that he was down and he was hurt and stuff and so i you know just want to say i love him and i was praying for him and still am and so nah but you know on that same note you know the d-line they did their thing man they uh they play with grit physicality mika had a game uh and then boy right into the linebackers they had a game devin and nephi both ball and you weren't really tested as far as like a deep no. ball, you did have a, a, a pass breakup in, yeah. in that first quarter. But other than that, you yeah. and, uh, by the way, Broughton didn't play. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing, and Kyle Whittingham doesn't talk about you know injuries, and I'm not going to like pry you from it. I'm just guessing based off of what happened, him coming off the field early against BYU, that that injury leaked over into the next week. So Fabian Marks ended up starting opposite of you. You guys weren't really tested that much, it seemed like. No, not at all. Um, they had a game plan. uh their game plan seemed to be to run the ball. We kind of had a feeling, inclination. They threw a couple of quick routes. We just, you know, we were forced to rally and tackle, which we did. Um, and, yeah, man, they just – their game plan was centered around trying to get in the trenches, and I felt like our guys defended it really well. We weren't good enough because they won, but um, I'm just proud of the way that the guys bounced back from last week. Now we got to get a victory. It was a close game. We fought to the end, but sometimes they get you. Well, as they always say, you guys haven't started conference play yet, which is the real season, I guess, right. if you will. But just one last thing on, on this game, and then one up moving on to, to Washington State. What was the locker room like? You guys were, probably were, were really upset, but you got you guys ended up fighting back. You guys could have folded yeah. when uh, Cam came in and, you know, just like, hey, it's already too late and things like that. But you guys didn't. You guys got, got it into overtime, and I felt like you guys should be proud of, of how you guys played. It was just a little too late, I guess. Yeah, I'll say, um, you know, in the locker room after the game, of course, it's always tough. It's never going to be a good place. 
um, mentally. But um, I will say this morning, though, man, you know, or a couple days ago, uh, and even this morning, guys were super encouraged just by, you know, the take on it and just by uh, how guys took that that loss because it was tough and we made it to a lot of over. It was a lot of overtimes, man. And those type of games just really just test your grit and how tough you are and how strong you are going to be mentally and how persistent you are. And it tested all of that. And I felt like there was no fold, not, not one single guy folded. Everybody was going full go and not trying to let up. And that's what I was encouraged by. No one's encouraged by the outcome, but I will say that it was good to see everybody bought in and that's what um you know was said kind of in the players only meeting as well. Hey, love you guys, man, because you guys you know you guys showed me that hey we're gonna we're gonna fight for each other at the end of the day. Win, lose, or draw, got your back. And that was kind of like the the biggest uh the biggest take takeaway from the uh, from the uh, players only meeting. Again, we're not going into into details on that because it's obviously a players only meeting for a reason. Yeah. How cool was it? I, I felt like there was a ton of Ute fans in that stadium. And, you know, you guys had, like, the whole the whole side on your guys' sideline. It seemed to be pretty filled up. And San Diego State yeah. ended up having a little bit of a challenge as far as bringing yeah. the noise. Yeah, man. So it was, it was interesting. Like, for the whole game, I didn't realize it until, like, we got that touchdown uh, with Solo. Solo, mm-hmm. I think it was the first overtime, right? No, or that to, was no, to that finish was, to that tie was, up the that game. was the uh, two point conversion. To tie, yeah. So when we got that, that's when I realized how loud we were and how packed we are. We were in the stadium because you know we're both a red team, so it's hard to really tell you know who's who. And so I just looked at everybody as you know, screw everybody in the stands. Everybody except for my family <laughs> oh, yes, in San Diego except State, <laughs> <laughs> except for my family is San Diego State, and that's how kind of we looked at it until it got loud and some of those big plays that we made. I'm like, wait, that's all of us. Everybody stood on their feet. I'm like. Yeah, we're packing this thing out, you know, and so that was definitely a refreshing feeling to see us travel like that, you know. That was love our fans, man. Passion, you know, uh, definitely helped us in those situations, you know, feel loved and all that different stuff. How cool was it to have your uh, family there? I know, I know the pops had to go yeah. uh, about an hour into the game because he because Bryce played, and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. But just to have your your mom, your sister, I know you had some other people yeah. in, in your inner circle there. Uh, it just it, it made me happy, man. Cause after the game, uh, I went up and I gave my mom a big hug and kiss. My little sister, uh, my auntie, uh, all of my cousins, they were all there. Um, not all of them, but a good amount of them. They were all up there, and I ran up to them, and it was so good to see them smiling and everything. And I was trying to keep from from grinning too hard because we had just lost. But it was just you know it's a good feeling to just see your family there supporting you. And you know at the end of the day, and that's why I feel like our leaders on the team have preached family so hard and preached you know our team needs to be like a family because you know no matter what, family's gonna have your back, win, lose, or draw. You can play the worst game of your life. You know, not wishing that on anybody, but, you know, your family is going to be there. And so I feel like the closer we get to that, the better we're going to be as a team. But, man, like you said, man, it was just it was a special experience just to have my family there in California. I was telling my mom, I was like, I want to stay one more day, mom. <laughs> yeah. I like, I want to stay one more day, come back on Sunday, you know. But it was just good to see them. My mama was smiling and everything, and it was special, man. And then, of course, I was sad I didn't get to see my dad. Um, but I'm just glad he was able to kind of go from game to game. My little brother, of course, played, and so he was able to be there for his first college game. And I was even, I mean, I know my first college game, I was just glad my family was able to be there. Well, kinda, it's well, crazy because we're playing yeah. against Southern California, 
in Utah, and that was my brother's first college game. I was in California, and my dad was at his game. Well, and not only that, you're going to be going back to Southern California when you guys go play USC in wait. a couple of weeks, too. So oh, yeah. Just to uh, t- touch on Bryce, it's been a long time coming for him to get a college game uh, yeah. and any really any live game because two years. Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't play a game. Yeah. And obviously it hurt his, you know, ability to be able to pick where he wanted to go to school. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough. I mean, it has nothing to do with him, but coaches need film. And when you don't have a season, there's no film. Yeah. But just for him to be able to get this whole experience, get it, get his first college game under his belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, how cool was it? Because I, I was getting updates from your dad as I was giving him updates about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just how cool is it to to finally hear about your brother finally playing college football? Man, I'm proud of that kid, man. He true definition of just courage and faith because a lot of people would have threw in a towel in his situation, would have said, you know what, screw it. I'm about to go move on my life. I'm going to do something different because obviously, you know, whether it's COVID, whether it's, you know, season getting canceled, things have happened in his life and in his situation that you're like, damn, why, why, why me? You could easily point the finger and that dude just consistently just worked. He's been working his butt off and just to see him be able to get out there, man, and make plays. I could see it. You know, my dad sent me a couple pictures to the group chat, you know, our family group chat and, I was like, man, he looked like me, just a little bit taller and longer than I am. You know, he was wearing my swag, my one arm, my one sleeve swag. Um, he had his tights on, I believe, and he was wearing red. His team is red, so it made me smile right when I saw it. I saw it when I got to the locker room after the game, and it made me happy, man, because you know we. So what we do now, we say our, we we pray right before the game, both of us, and you know, I said I said my prayer. He said his prayer while we were on the phone, and I could hear it in his voice, his excitement. I just, you know, my prayer was to. Um, keep him from having an anxious spirit, you know, because I can understand in this moment, it's been yeah. so long. You're like, you kind of get anxious. I get anxious before every game. Yep. And this is my eighth game, I think, as a youth. And I just get excited, you know, and stuff. And I was just asking God to keep him from being anxious, but to be technically sound, to be competitive, to be dominant, and to, to not second guess himself because he's put in the work. There's no one like us, Phillips mm-hmm. boys. And so I always, I always tell him that. I'm like, look across the – I don't care who it is. If it's OBJ lines up, he ain't put as much work in as you. Well, I don't he, know that. Well, plus <laughs> but, he, he, he also has gone downhill a little bit as far as his yeah, play. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I but, definitely see your point. Yeah, though. yeah. I always, you know, no matter who it is, and that's what the confidence that I could see it, and, you know, it kind of oozed off of him as I looked at that picture, man. And it sounds crazy, but I can just tell, by the way, how relaxed he was in his stance, you know, where his mind was. And we damn near twins, man, I tell you, because – we're only 14 months apart, but we can feel each other. We can, we can, uh, we understand how we're, how we're feeling. I can just tell by his stance, man, you know, okay, he's feeling good. All right. You know, I can tell when he's confident, when he's second guessing. And so it's an understanding that I feel like only a brother can have, man. And it was just special to see him play that, you know, and I just can't wait to hear about it. I'm going to call him again afterwards after this today and get a little rundown of how he thought that he played and his stat breakdown and first college game where I already know we're going to compare our stats my first college game I'm going to tell him about mine and he'll tell me about his and so we'll be able to compare notes and then we're super competitive at the same time you know that yeah and then we'll we'll also compare his uh fifth game to your fifth game because you end up getting a pick six yeah he he better what if he gets it his second game I'll be I'll be like Or, or maybe two in one game 
<laughs> he might be the real Phillips then. Nah. <laughs> For sure he would. But no, nah, he, he would actually have to have three in a game. Yeah, and three and, game. and he, he already lost his chance because that had to happen in high school. That had to happen in high school. You're disqualified now. We're, we're, we're yeah, it's over. It's moving on. Yeah, <laughs> we we moved got on. leg up on that. I got but, high school now. <laughs> no, um, but it, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, it's sad it also as well. Neither of you won, and yeah. you both lost by two points. And that's the crazy thing about it, man. And I never, you know, and everything that happens, man, I never question God's ordained plan. And I just think about it all the time. It's just weird how things happen sometimes. Like, and you bring it up, the two points. I'm like, what can be the correlation? What can be the similarity? You know I'm super superstitious, yes. so I think about everything. I, I, I definitely so know you are. I'm like, gosh. And so sometimes I just sit and I pray afterwards. I'm like, when I heard that he lost by two points, and I even looked it up, looked up the box score, and my dad sent it out or text or my mom sent out the text and was like, wow, both, both my babies lost, but they did their thing. You know, neither of you of gave us. up a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you guys can easily say that you didn't get picks, but I was also te- texting your dad. And, you know, especially when he when, had a third down stop. Yeah. He, he ended up getting that that stop on third down. But for, for the most part, he wasn't tested he wasn't either tested at all. Yeah. So neither of you really got got tested. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's what I was proud of. him, And I'm, I'm going to kind of I'm going to I'm going to encourage him tonight and try to get his take on it. I need to get his film so I can break that down a little bit. We'll probably go over both our games and stuff. He'll be on my butt. I'll be on his. And so go over there. That's the special thing about having a cornerback as a brother, both being cornerbacks, playing the same position. Um, we both understand it, uh, both competitive, and we both know when we're, in a sense, BSing too. We can tell dad some things, and we both, but we both know, hey, you were beat on that, or hey, you're not playing the right. Like We can tell, hey, dad, I was in cover two. Dad, I was in cover three. No, you weren't. You were a man. You just got beat. No. <laughs> and so it, that's the special thing about having a, you know, a brother that plays the same position to hold each other accountable. And then you're there to kind of love on each other, too. Yep. All right. We are going to take a break. Coming up on the other side, we will preview the Washington State game. And I want to talk to Clark about dealing with adversity. You Ooh, guys, you guys I are like that. You, you guys are one and two for the first time since 2007. It's a timely topic. So, adversity. This is going to be a uh, segment where fans are really going to want to tune into because I know they're they're just as upset, but you guys are the ones who are going through it. So uh, Clark will have some insight on dealing with adversity as they are one and two heading into Pac-12 play. You're listening to Faith Family Football with Clark Phillips III. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back into Faith Family and Football with Clark Phillips III. It's powered by KSLSports.com. Trevor Allen and CP3 here with you. Music provided by Bryce uh, Phillips. Bryce, Bryce Phillips, the one who just had his co- first college football game. Little B. Shout out to him. Hopefully things will go well where, because in junior college and especially in the state of California, it's a whole different ball game. 
a lot of talent. And that and also, you know, the whole, they deal with COVID protocols that are different than yeah. what you guys deal with. And it's less money. So, I mean, less testing, it kind of, it's a, it's an impact that sometimes is, it's hard to be accounted for. You know, at the uh, D1 level, you can handle a lot of things differently than junior college for obvious reasons. All right. You guys have got a game coming up on Saturday back at home at Rice-Eccles Stadium after right. two weeks away. You guys are playing a Washington State team that, and I can say this, you can't, but I will. They're not good. Yeah. I feel like that both BYU and San Diego State are better than Washington State just for the sole fact that Washington State's 1-2. and two, Their one win was against Portland State, and then they lost to uh, Utah State, the Aggies, 26 to 23 in their in their home opener season opener mm. and then they lost to USC on Saturday at home 45 to 14 with Keaton Slovis out. He went mm. out and Jackson Dart who is a Corner Canyon product yeah came in and threw four touchdowns and also mm. two picks but they're also an air raid offense. You guys know of what Rolovich does. Yep. His system kind of explain what the run and shoot offense kind of is compared to an air raid. Um, run and shoot, man. I'd say it's it's similar to a lot of offenses in the Pac-12 now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, run first, uh, see what you can get. Uh, everything falls down. Let's let's try to get the ball downfield now. Um, I think that that's going to be their game plan. They'll have some film to watch, of course, on us, and they might think that it's great film for them. And I'll tell you what, though, every single week, you know, teams get better and teams, you know, game plan and things of that nature. So. Uh, I feel like their run-and-shoot offense is going to be different from the run-and-shoot offenses that we've seen. I'll just say that. Yeah, I know that this game has a little bit more of meaning to you because this was the game that you had your your first pick six to date right now. Yeah. Does that fire you up a little bit more coming yeah. into this yeah. game and, and yeah. you know, hoping that Jaden Delora comes in? because Hopefully he feels generous again. Nah. He he did end up throwing a pick in, in the loss, but I see uh, – but he also didn't play the whole game. They they had two different quarterbacks who came in, Cameron Cooper, who's also a Utah product from Lehigh High School. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm not even going to try and say say this other guy's last name. But Jane Delora, he went 10 of 19 for 117 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. But you guys can't just, you know, account for Jane Delora. You guys also have to count for Max Borgie, the running back. Yeah, yeah. He's a, a, a pretty good back who can kind of do it all. Yeah, he's a good football player. He, um... He's been there for the years that he's been at Washington State. And um, no, most definitely, like you said, run and shoot. I think he'll be their run their run factor. Um, they got some personnel things that will probably be their shoot factor in, in the pass game. And so I'm excited, man. Um, every week, you know, we said it, I think week one, shoot every week like the Super Bowl. So, well, you know, I know my coaches are going to put us in great positions to, you know, to make the best of our scheme and make the best of each, each and every single play. Um, we just have to execute, man. Is the the focus factor going to go up even more now? Not only the fact you guys are, are one and two, but you're starting Pac-12 play where it actually counts. Yeah, most definitely. Nah, you could definitely say that. Um, we're we're going to do everything in our power um, as we have already, but now even more so because it is you know everything counts. And if our goal is to win a Pac-12 championship, we can't have any slip ups. Are you a fan of the twelve uh, thirty kickoffs? I know I know that you said that you like that you usually play better under the lights. Yeah, this is far from playing under the lights. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I had 
what last last year against Washington State it was like eleven or something. Or yeah, 10. yeah, it was like eleven. So it was around that I time, think. and so I don't know that the pick might have been at around twelve thirty nine. I don't know, and so we'll have it to actually do very some, well could we can go back and look at it. <laughs> we might have to actually look, but nah, man, I, I like playing under the lights, but man, I'm a football player. I, you know, I like to play football, so that comes first. But um, I think it'll be good, man. I'm just excited. I'm excited. I, the more I think about it, the more I just think about. Dang, I wish. Well, hopefully, we can wear those same jerseys. I, you know, I'm superstitious. What if we wear the same jerseys as last year? Oh, Which man. was it was the red red, red jerseys, red helmet, red pants, and white helmet. Yeah. I mean, you got to talk to if your that dudes happens, over. I won't say anything, but if that happens, just know I didn't say anything to Cody. But if that happens, just know. Well. I mean, if Cody's listening to this, make it happen, man. <laughs> Just make it happen. I won't say anything, but um, if that happens, then we're, we're in for a good one. Okay. Uh, let's uh, dive into what I, I really want to talk about because we can talk about Washington State until we're blue in the face. But yeah, the whole reality is you guys are one and two. Yeah. First time since 2007. First <laughs> of all, not a lot of people really expected that. Yeah. But how are you guys viewing it as as a team right now? Because there's a lot of you, which means you all have different personalities, different viewpoints of it. What's kind of the the whole consensus of of the situation you guys are in, being one and two going into conference play? Mm. Man, Britton Covey. I think about Devin Lloyd. I think about the leadership of the team, man, because these guys have have done everything that they can to continue to make everyone feel like hey we're we're good because they make everyone feel so confident i'll say Britton covey he said a, he had a great piece man to, uh, in our in our players only meeting he just was reiterating the fact that hey integrity is what's gonna is what's gonna hold up he was like honesty and integrity he was like own but he basically was essentially using you know saying own up to what you're gonna own up to and don't go back on it and um it starts with integrity like do what you said that you're gonna do you have something to honor by the team you know, when you you know, when you decided to come to Utah, you knew what what you were getting into. You knew that you were going to have to you know do your job and do your job really really at a high level consistently, and don't don't let up on that, and you know don't let your teammates down. And so it starts with trust. And so he was just talking about integrity. And so I say that to say, um, there's no there's no there's no breaking us. We're one and two, but I can tell you, I'll be the first to tell you, we aren't worried about we're not worried about anything. The guys are super, are more than encouraged by the grit that guys have been showing. That that I, I would say the whole team as a collective, we're we're encouraged by each other. Even though we feel like we haven't shown, you know, everything that we have, um, we we looked at the team and the guys and the leaderships. Uh, the leadership always, you know, explains how we have all the pieces that we need. We always talk about how we we're all we got and we're all we need, and that's the truth, honestly. Because we have all the pieces now, we've just got to put it together. There have been some some bright moments. I mean, it's not like we can say you guys have just been playing absolutely terrible, top to bottom, yeah. you know, front to back. It's time to blow everything up and you know play yeah. all the walk ons or whatever. But yeah. you guys have really good bright spots, and it just seems like that there's a couple of plays here and there, especially in that San Diego State game where you guys had one guy taken you know a different assignment, you know, actually done his assignment and not have it you know be be all messed up as they always say do your 111th yeah as you know simple as it sounds it really is true like if you guys don't do your 111th you guys are going to get scored on all the time yeah and that's the that's the and that's the special thing about it and uh me and Devin when we were watching film on the game we just that's what we summed it up as a like 
we realize that the only time that people get stuff on us is when it, we shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. And that's when we realized our potential as well. We're like, we can be scary. We can be scary. We can terrorize people. We held, we've held, you know, great offenses, great rushing offense that we just seen in San Diego State to really nothing in the first quarter, in the first half, really. Yeah. Like we did our thing, and, you know, and so, like, with that being said, we can also give up a lot of stuff, too, if we don't handle our business and if we don't stay consistent and, like you said, handle our 111th. And so that's what, that's what the center of focus has got to be, I feel like, for the rest of the season. We got nine more guaranteed, and so we're we're we're. I feel like that's where you know the guys are continuing to expressing and to press you know upon everybody. Hey man, just handle your handle your business, handle your twenty square feet, you know, and and we're gonna be all right. Have you ever gone through a season like this where you've had a lot of hype around your team, like you know, all, going all the way back to high school, yeah, where you guys had a lot of hype around you know the talent you guys had, and you guys just came out and didn't deliver with you know of, of what the expectations were yeah man great question I feel like um my senior year uh of high school we uh we started off kind of on a slow start or actually we started off we won the first game it's actually similar to this oh and man then the second <laughs> game I don't know if I don't think that we lost but we ended up almost losing to a team that we had no business you know being in a dog fight with and so um it went similar to this season um but, you know, like this team, we had high expectations. The two years prior to that, my junior and my sophomore year, we got beat every single year by Upland. Upland, they had our number. Just uh, They would out-physical us. They would, and we were a physical team, but we are just smaller. We were, you know, and so my senior year, I was determined, man, and I felt like I took a serious leadership role, and we said, we're not losing to these guys again, not on my way out. And so senior year, we barely beat those guys. First game of the season. And then the rest was history. We had a great season. We ended up losing a couple games, I believe. Then Calabasas, we might have lost. Yep, the game before that, we might have lost. And so, but it was just like we had such high expectations, you know. And me, um, Ryan Zanelli, U Penn quarterback, uh, Chris Kuntz, one of the fastest guys I know. We had a lot of guys that were that were pretty that were pretty good. And didn't, so, didn't Bryce also play? And Bryce was the starting year. corner. Yeah, at the on the other side. Yeah, so it was, you know, it's us. So it was like our defense looked like it should be super shut down offense. And so, just like what it is right now. Yeah, yeah. And so, but we we kind of under delivered my senior year. Uh, the first game we came out with great enthusiasm, great juice because we didn't, we were determined not to lose to those guys. And you know, it was a rivalry game. They're the Highlanders. We're the Highlanders. And so, but then the next game, we kind of came out a little bit flat, ended up, I think, getting us. And so, yeah, man, to answer your question, yeah, most definitely. But I will say that towards the end of the season and towards even the middle of the season, we had a big turnaround, ended up making it to like third round of the playoffs. We didn't go all the way, but we did our thing. And I feel like it was just a part of, you know, the growing process and a part of really, it was a great part of the story to to have a slow start and to, to be a better finisher, though. What was the whole mindset and the uh, approach you took? Say that you were in in that third week, or coming off of a, a week three loss, um, you know things like that, where teams probably starting to feel a little bit down about themselves. Yeah. And how did you manage that to where you get you get things turned around? I know I know the college game is different. Yeah. I, I, I want people to understand that, but it, it's not like you need to to make a ton of changes. You just, yeah. I mean, what is the approach? you ended up taking back then i'd say one of the serious things that i did you know even being a younger leader in age but older on that team in high school i felt like it was important quality control managing you know 
the guys on the team and making sure that, hey, we don't need anybody, you know, being, you know, downer on us now. Like, we'll let everybody else, you know, talk their stuff and our fans talk all that stuff about how the season's over and all that stuff. But us, no, we know what we are and we know how much work that we put in. They weren't here in the spring and the summer all these months prior to the season that got us here. They weren't here for all of that. So let's not start doubting now because of what they're saying. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is us. And so that was my biggest, you know, points and our biggest points as leaders, you know, on that team. And I feel like I can see some similarities in the points, you know, that the leaders on this team have have provided to, you know, the whole team. Hey, screw what they say. We know who we are, you know, and we know what we the work that we've put in. Let's not doubt. Let's have faith. You know, be encouraged and hearing Britton Covey say that, you know, sideline even during that San Diego State game was really refreshing. All right, we are going to take a break and we're going to find out how Clark did in his college football picks and Pops. Uh oh. See how, how he did. Uh oh. Did he have a better I'm record than you? Pops went 0 5. Pops went 0 5. You guys picked some of the same games. I know. Yeah, you're right. I just wanted to get on Pops real quick. Well, <laughs> shout out to Pops, by the way. And, you know, his his Raiders continue to win. I don't understand it. I just yeah. don't. But, hey, the Broncos are, too. Just want to say. The league is upside down. It really is upside down. All right. Final segment coming up next here on Faith, Family, and Football. Segment here on Faith Family Football with Clark Phillips III. Trevor Allen here alongside the Utah cornerback. You guys can follow Clark on Twitter at ClarkPhillips21 or on Instagram at ClarkPhillips III. Music provided by Bryce Phillips. And make sure, you got to make sure, subscribe so that you know when, when we drop episodes, which is every Wednesday, by the way. That's right. You guys can leave us a rating, five stars only. That's it. And give us a review. Positive vibes only. That is how we roll here on faith, family, and football. Also of, of how we roll is our NFL and college picks. Do you know how you did last week? Wild guess three and five. No, no, not three and five. We only do five games. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'd say two and three. Two and three? Three and two. Three and two, that's what you did? Guess right. Because you got, we all got the Alabama one, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you, me, and Pops. Penn State, you and Pops got Penn State. I, I picked Auburn. Yep. We all got the Arizona State game. That's right. Wrong. Because Arizona State beat BYU. I said that they win. That BYU would win? No, I said no. I said yeah. I think I did say BYU. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I said I got a ride for ASU You're because right. Pops Pac-12. was was sitting over there, and there was a long pause. Yeah. as he was thinking about and it, I was and like, I, "What I'm the like, heck? Is he really going to pick BYU?" You're like, it really shouldn't be that that hard of a. Yeah, I remember saying that. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so that was um, a big moment. You also decided to roll with the pack when Colorado lost to Minnesota. <laughs> Rode the boat. Me. Got that the one win. hurt me. That yep, one hurt me. I did because Pops and I got that one right. Yep. And then we all went Stanford with Stanford Vanderbilt. So what are you one in five, or one and four? One and four. I I went three and two. Okay, so we all went three and two. Got it. Got it. It's just I got Auburn wrong. Dang. But I got I got Minnesota right. 
So that's where we differ. And then in the NFL picks from week one, uh, we both went three and two. So we're tied up. So I think I've got more wins than you've got wins right now. For all time? All time. All time. I'm no, I already have all, we're gonna have all, to get a ta- uh, all time. Record. We have to get a tally. We're, I, I think I'm, you and I are both seven and eight. Ah, geez. Just below 500. And Pops pointed out how crappy we were last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was atrocious. We're going to get better, though. I'm going to get better for certain. Well, you got to get better. I mean, in in all in all facets, Clark. <laughs> no, not really. Um, okay, are you ready for for this week's games? Man, I'm I'm excited. Let's let's let me hear those. Let me hear those games. Man. Time time to test you. Number twelve, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. against number eighteen, Wisconsin. Games played at Soldier Field, home of the Chicago Wisconsin. Bears. Was you made that easy? Mm-hmm. You know that Notre Dame has not worried. the Badgers' old quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Can't beat him, join them. I don't really want to go with Notre Dame. Yep. Because, I again, I have family ties to, you know, the state of Wisconsin. But you always pick them. You know what? I'm going Notre Dame. You sure you want to do this? Fighting Irish. Ooh. That's where you messed up. I'm, I have an idea of where we're going to go with this one. It's at AT&T Stadium, a place that is super special to you. Mm. Number seven, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Taking on number sixteen Arkansas, A and M, yeah, yeah, by a lot, by a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say not do any over unders here. Uh, yeah, well, we're definitely not <laughs> doing that because I am terrible at that. <sighs> Arkansas looked good against Texas. I mean, they spanked them, but that's really the only test that they've really had. Yeah, I'm going Texas A and M, even though they barely beat Colorado in Denver. Yeah, I still got to roll with Texas A and M. All right. Number 24, UCLA at Stanford. Stanford. Really? You think that that uh, loss to Fresno State's going to have, have an impact on two games? Because Stanford's coming off a win against Vanderbilt yeah, and, Stanford is, and USC, which caused Clay Helton to get fired. Yeah. Stanford's, uh, they've done some things to show consistency. In DTR, we trust. I'm going with UCLA. <laughs> Yep, and that's where you messed up. This is going to be a separation week for me. I can just feel it. I can feel it, Trev. I can feel it. All right, Colorado, who just lost to to Minnesota against Arizona State, who just lost to BYU. ASU. ASU, you made that really quick. Yeah. Why is that? This is going to be a good week for me. I just have a good feeling about Jaden Daniels. Watch you go 0-5. <laughs> this is going to be good. Just, just, play that. That, just play that audio on replay at the beginning of the show instead of <laughs> it's going to be a good week for me it's hey, gonna be good. <laughs> you end up going 0-5 I'm definitely going to play that coming in alright so you're going with ASU I am going to I can't go with Colorado I have to go with ASU as well they'll end up getting those penalties cleaned up Herman's going to get them get them going and they'll end up getting it done alright here, here's, here's a tricky one number 14 Iowa State mm. going on the road at Baylor who's 3-0 your boy Iowa Charlie State. Brewer's old school. Iowa State. Iowa State. They're not the same without Charlie. <laughs> well, you're right. They're not, but they are also three and zero. That's true. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa State as well. Are you just playing with the microphone right now? <laughs> you know people can hear that, right? <laughs> no one can hear that. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> you, well, you actually think I'm, I'm kidding? You'll, you'll have to after I beat you this week. You'll have to. I can have a lot of fun editing, and you know. Things that you end up saying and and then like mixing them together it, to where to where you end up saying some funny stuff. I could do that, um, but I won't because you are my guy. 
All right. Uh, NFL picks. We're going to go with the Bears at Cleveland Bears. Browns. Let me check something real quick. What are you checking to see if the Bears won? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not checking anything. All right. So you, I, I said Bears before the, you know. You are you are going Bears? I'm going Browns. Mm. I never thought I'd pick the Cleveland Browns in anything. Yeah. But they're not they're not bad. All right. Here's another one. It's on Sunday Night Football on KSL 5 TV. The Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers and company mm. against the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy G and the boys in the Bay. The Green Bay Packers. You're going with the Packers? Man, do you like the state of Wisconsin or something? <laughs> I, you know, no ties or anything. I just got faith. Just faith? Got faith, yeah. Faith in Badgers and Packers? Faith in them, you know. Go Pack Go, huh? Yep. I'm going to go Go Pack Go as well. Packers. All right. Here's, I already know where you're going to go with this. I'm going opposite already, which is great because then I'm just going to win it. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Rams. Go Bucks. Wait, hold up. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Rams. Nope, nope, nope. Go Bucks. You still keep playing with that microphone, Brady. man. Do you not hear that in your headphones? I don't hear anything. I just hear Brady victory. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear Brady saying go Bucks. Well, I was going to go with the Bucks, but I don't know if I can now. You know what? I'm going opposite of you. I'm going Rams. Go Rams, and you're going to lose. The Lambs will lose. The Lambs. The Lambs. I thought you were a Rams fan. I am. But, you know, every now and then you just have to make a good coaching decision. Right now we're coaching up picks, and I got to make the right decision for my team. Yeah, because you can't do that in Madden, that's for sure. Oh, wow. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll By the way, th- this is actually coming from a guy who's not good at Madden. That's true. So that, that, that's, take no, that's that for true. what it's worth. <laughs> okay, you don't, need to, you don't need to make it worse. <laughs> All right. The New Orleans Saints. At the New England Patriots. Saints. Jameis Winston's bad. And bad, I mean, like, not good. No, I thought you meant very good. No. No, I meant very good. Well, we've got two definitions of bad, then, I they, think. They just lost. Two, one loss doesn't define. We know from experience, Trev. One loss does not define us. Faith. <laughs> um, one or two losses doesn't define us. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys have two losses, but I, I'm not going to be that guy to pour salt in the wound. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Uh, then you're going to lose. Here's a, kind of a wild card, and because I know where you're going to go with this, though. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go with the same. What are you looking at right now? <laughs> we really need to have, like, a camera in this studio because the looks you, like, make while I'm talking, I feel like you're not paying attention to me. I am paying attention <laughs> I feel like we need to have a therapy session already as co-hosts. I just I just enjoy to do little things to kind of get under your skin. Like how I, how I get receivers, you know, on, on a weekly basis. Yeah. I, I've learned I'm to— I'm not a quarterback and I'm not a wide receiver. I'm a human being with feelings. Well, you're, you're helping me quarterback this show, so I've got to, you know, yeah, kind of true. implement those, you know, those different techniques that I use. Am, to, I, am I like the Devin Lloyd of this show? Well, I'd say the one who's like directing traffic on defense. Uh, yeah, that's a great. Yeah, I'd say either Devin Lloyd or Mika Tafua. Okay, you like the Devin Lloyd or Mika Tafua? Yep. That means I'm going to the NFL and I'm going to get some money. <laughs> I, I don't wish. know about that, but uh, I know that I know that you're like the Devin. I Lloyd. know I'm not that on Madden, so I'll, I'll leave that to you. All right, the Seattle Seahawks at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. 
I thought you were gonna go Seahawks. Are okay? Are you just are you twisting my arm here? That that yeah. is three three picks now where I'm like I know Clark's going with these guys and he goes opposite. I just like to keep you off balance a little bit, keep you on your toes. You know, you think you got to beat on something, mix it up a little bit. Fine, go ahead and go with Kirk Cousins. You're gonna lose anyway because he's not good. I got faith in Kirk. You know, no, you don't. <laughs> do you really though? Nah, <laughs> nah, I do got faith. He in ain't him. getting it done. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully we're talking about a Pac-12 win next week. I mean, any final thoughts? Uh, you know, any, any any message to the fans who are who are down in the dumps regarding Utah football? Um, I'm excited. We're going to, you know, like we said, take it week by week. We're going to get better. Um, the team continuity is there. The guys are going to continue to, you know, press against each other, uh, encourage each other. We're going to get better, and, you know, we're going to come out on top. All right. It's always good catching up with you, man. We'll, we'll do it again Likewise. next week. Likewise, man. I think we're going to go live next week, though. We might have a surprise for him. Maybe. Let's do it. A, a special guest, maybe, too? Might just be a special guest. I mean, I'm, I'm working on some things. I'm just going to say that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'll pull my weight on this show. Uh, I can say the same now. Yeah, you can. Because <laughs> now you're, you're basically a TV star. Ooh, I like the way that sounds. I, I like the way that After sounds. After your NFL career. After NFL. Yep, that's After true. After your NFL career. All right, there you go. That is Clark Phillips the third. I'm Trevor Allen. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Faith, Family, and Football.